Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shippery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. And I'm joined by my co-host, Sally Young. Sally, what's up? Good morning, Dylan. Sorry for coughing on there. Good morning. It happens. Sorry. Gotta clear the throat. Natural bodily function. Yeah, exactly. It just happens. Yeah. Uh, So you're... Vacation one of three is down for you. That's correct. And you're during your month and a half long vacation spree. Yep. How was Chicago? It was great. It was yeah. cold, but not terrible, actually, somehow. Yeah. Um, and Well, we were also not outside a ton. And uh, a couple of people reached out, so thanks for reaching out. I'm sorry that I didn't get to see anybody. <laughs> we had a very jam-packed schedule. It was like we were constantly going. So. Yeah. Well, good. Your next one is a big one. The next one's a big one. Europe. Europe. UK. Yes. The Great Britain. Great Britain. I won't try to do an English accent. It's not good. Are you more excited for that or for our ski trip? You can be honest. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm I'm more excited for Great Britain because it's the next one. Sure. And also, we've been planning it for a really long time. Yeah. But I... I get this like post trip depression thing. I don't know if anybody else does where you like do something and then you're like, shit, it's over. And then you like, you're like, I better get something to look forward to. Even if it's like eight months down the line, you know, I'm always really happy to come home from vacation. I am too though. You, it's a, it's a mix of like, I want to be home. Yeah. I think, I think people need uh, like structure and normalcy in their lives. Yes. A little bit. So getting back into like my my regular routine right feels good planning a trip like this though that will and i've been planning for a long time when it's over it's kind of a bummer because you're just like yeah it's done but then you get to get fired up again for our and next then trip. that's the best part about breck is like yeah. literally three weeks later i'm like right back on the horse but then when that's over you're gonna be a mess well then i have my wedding well that's not until august i know but that that's gonna keep me preoccupied okay. for a while so okay. yeah. true true i'm very excited for both though so. Good, good. Dave, what's up, man? I got producer Dave here. Chilling. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. You know how you do it. What's the deal? What are we doing? Just trying to get this pod, man. Mail in. Dave, what what's is? our um, Christmas weather forecast looking like? Ooh, good question. Let me open my farm. It's nice and chilly today, uh-huh. but I think it's supposed to get warmer. We've had some great weather. It's been nice, especially in the afternoons. Are you talking about Austin, Texas? Talking about Austin, Texas. Um,. High seventy, oh. mostly cloudy. It's very, a very Christmas Texas Eve's Christmas. looking beautiful. Seven high of seventy one, mostly sunny. I mean, it's not going to be cold, but it's not going to be hot. Like it's not going to be like breaking records or anything. I think that's fine. Yeah, like, I know. I know everybody wants the white Christmas. I get that. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, not here. Not you here. know what? I think I realized that you've got to embrace. The weather that you're given where you're at so if you're in florida like embrace that beach time if you're in like the north like northeast or the midwest where it's snowing embrace it in texas you know what i realized and i don't think i realized this till will and i started dating but the fact that we have 73 degrees days on christmas means that when we were kids if you got a bike or something you get to go immediately try out that sure. bike but Will like would get a skateboard and have to skate around in his garage because it was snowing outside huh. and freezing cold. And you, I took that for granted. I never realized. You know what I'm saying? I still take the snow situation, though. Yeah, the snow. A white Christmas is obviously. Yeah. But then you also don't think about the other half of the world. The other, the southern hemisphere is sunny and hot. 
because it's their summer. Well, not everywhere, but like Australia, it's straight up summer. It's weird. Oh, we just learned a fun fact about Australia. Did the toilets go the opposite way? Uh, Well, yesterday was their um, hottest day ever across the board. Like average high temperature was 105. Wow. Like across the entire continent. That's up there. Global warming. Mm. That's what people are saying. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Peeps are saying in the chat chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 We have a podcast to do today. Yeah. Sorry. It is a mailbag format, as we all know. All topics are on the table. The hotline number, 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. The link is in the Twitter bio, at Podcast. Are we ready? We have seven questions today, two of which are voicemails. Dave, if you don't mind jumping right in. What's up, squad? I'm going on a ski-slash-snowboard trip to Breckenridge with a large group in February. I've lived in South Florida for the last several years and don't own anything much warmer than a QZ, shouts to Roback. I'm trying to get some fits off and not freeze. What should I wear on the mountain and around town? Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. I think I, I, think I partly included this question because it, it's going to be helpful to you too, Dave. I mean, we've been talking a little bit about fits and stuff, but you've never been in that kind of... Uh... Like mountainous, have you? I have, but I don't own. I don't own. You, no. You've never been skiing. No, I guess. I guess that's what I. That's what I'm referring to. No, I, I've got. I'm not worried about the out and about around town stuff. It was mainly for the yeah. active skiing that I'm. I'm looking for gear. Yeah. Okay. So um, gear wise, what all do you need? You've got for, to, for skiing. For skiing, you have to have some uh, water resistant thick gloves. I think that's that's one of the most important things that you need. Is just a really nice pair of gloves. Right. Because if your hands are cold, you're going to have a really shitty time. And you don't, I I just actually got gloves that are knit gloves. They're just walking around that have a little tech finger. But you don't need the tech finger for when you're skiing. No, right? those, you're are not like, for, those are just for walking around Those town. are for walking around. You don't yeah. need a tech finger. You, you need waterproof, thick Will has gloves. some mittens. Will's a big mitten fan. Well, mittens are great because right. they keep your hands warmer because your fingers are together. Right. So mitts, okay, mittens so are warm. Gloves number one. Yeah, that's number one. Number two. Well, let's start from base layers to outerwear, right? Okay. okay. Long johns. So you got to have long johns, like long underwear. Pants and shirt. Long sleeve shirt. Long Moisture w- wicking, right? No. No? Doesn't it, matter? Doesn't matter. Okay. Moisture's not getting in there. Okay. Uh, so you have an undershirt. You have a like leggings, essentially. Long yeah, johns. Yeah, no long johns. Okay. Wool socks. Wool socks. Very important. Yes. Similar to your hands. You don't want cold feet because uh, it'll ruin your day. Right. You're going to have to go find a, a lodge somewhere and warm up. Okay. It's suck. So thick wool socks. Okay. Long johns. And then just uh, some, some waterproof. Everything has to be waterproof, of course. Uh, ski pants. Um, Are you the ski pant guy who, are you, do you do ski pants or do you do the suspender ski pants? We call, I call them a, a bib. I have a bib. Yeah. A bit. Okay. I think that's the correct term. Yeah. Is there, is there one thing that's cooler than the other or not really? Are most of them bibs? Um. I think the the bib is more of an outdated thing. I've had mine for probably ten years. Yeah, they're nice, but they're they're old. Um, I have them for probably ten years. I think it's a little bit outdated. I think it's more of a skier thing. Uh-huh. I don't think snowboarders will be caught dead in a bib. Right, snowboard style is a lot different than yeah. skier style. It's, it's like the skaters of the mountains. Here's a question: Do you do you tuck your uh, pants into your boots, or pants go outside the boots? Pants go outside the boots. Right. Long johns you tuck inside the boots. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm I I was just actually looking at something that was talking about how losers tuck their pants into the boots. Yeah, no one's doing that. Unless I guess if you're like one of those girls who's in like one of those tight ski onesies. Well, yeah, like Olympic skiers, they wear like the, the yeah, unitard like, looking thing. Right. If yeah. you're doing that, you're not putting your pants outside yeah. your boots. So then just uh, that in a, just a, a thick ass jacket, of course. You don't wear like a sweater or something and then a thick ass jacket? My jacket is, it's goose down. It's mm-hmm. really, really warm. So I just do the long johns and then jacket. That's it. Okay. That's all I do. But uh, some people mix in layers between the two. And then are you a hat boy or a ski mask boy? Helmet. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Helmets. Yeah. Um. You know, I I wasn't a helmet guy growing up, but now if you go skiing, I'm not kidding. Ninety nine right percent everyone of is wearing a helmet. Is wearing a helmet, so you you feel like you're just a reckless dumbass if you don't. Right. So for that reason, I'm like, yeah, I might as well just wear a helmet. So protect not. your dumb. Yeah, and it yeah that too. Um, I helmets were never a thing when I was skiing, and I don't ski very often. The last time I skied was probably five years ago, and helmets were big then. But at the time, I was like, eh, I'm going to ski for like half a day on greens. I'll be fine. Yeah. But I probably should have worn a helmet. Yeah. The last thing you got to, you got to keep the neck covered too. Oh, like Either a, with a turtleneck or a right. scarf or one of those gator things. Yeah. Yeah. Neck gators. That's pretty much it. How do you feel, Dave? You feel prepared? Yeah, I think so. I've got, I need to get some long johns and what was the other thing? Long Just johns cheap. and something else you mentioned. Wool socks. Yeah. yeah you got to get the good. The good wool socks. Those are the yeah. So like the very base. I need to to uh, get in layers. on those, and I'll be good. Any tips for this guy for walking around town in Breck, for his town uh, fits? Can't go wrong with just a Patagonia, some kind of pullover, right? Yeah. Keep the long, keep the long johns on. Are we are we getting off mountain fits in Breck? You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Are you gonna get? Off I've I've fits? usually found that when I'm when I'm in um you know a mountain town at night. I tend to just dress for warmth, and I don't. I don't care how, how I look very much. I'm, I'm just pretty like, I just sure that Alyssa warm. and I are both bringing cowboy hats. That's great. I think you should. I mean, and Klein's, you know, intern Klein's you been know, sending us just wild jackets with fringe and stuff. He's a wild man. Yeah. Well, he he's a Colorado boy. He wants to kind of show show out a little bit. Which I, I, I understand. Get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just be warm, man. That's the number one thing. Make sure you're warm. You can't. You can't. You know, layer up too much. I wish back. we had Drew in here talking about like because he thinks he has the most swaggy ski getup of all time. He thinks he has the most swag when it comes to everything in life. I think. And like he's got a lot of neon, and I, you know, I don't know. The thing about ski stuff is it goes in and out of style. Well, if you can go retro like eighties, early nineties, uh, you know, lime green, mm-hmm. those like turquoise colors out on the slopes, that's like ultimate. Like this guy knows what he's doing. It's like this guy's a badass. The well, so what I was gonna say is the ski stuff goes in and out of style. So, like you might buy one thing and then like two seasons later you spend all this money on ski stuff and it's out. Yeah. And the last time I went skiing, I borrowed a bunch of stuff from my friend's mom and it was all '80s stuff and it was hilarious and I looked great. Yeah. Sometimes you can find um one of those in a onesie. There's a, like a basically a full suit. Mm-hmm. And those are those are tight too. I'm gonna ski in a bikini. I don't think you are. Oh, I'm not skiing anyway, so it doesn't matter. I hope this guy has like boots or something. Like with fur? I mean, with the fur would keep, you know, insulation, but. Waterproof boots. Yeah. Probably. I just cop some actually. Just anything that you don't have to. So you're not walking around town with like Sperry topsiders on or something. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't do that. Yeah. Get some, get some winter shoes, some winter boots. Yeah. 
Snow boots. Duck boots. Yeah. Like hey, that. we'll be in Breck too, dog. Not at the same time. Not as at the you. same time. Sorry, bro. We'll be there. Hey, Dylan, what's your favorite cut of meat? <sighs> if I'm just buying it at the store, I'll probably go uh, a strip. Okay. But you can't go wrong with a filet. Okay. What if you're getting it sent to you from like a really dope company like Butcher Box? Again, I'm going to say filet. Okay. Because I, I cooked mine from them. Fantastic. And it was so good. Done the filet. I've done the roast. I've done the chicken breast. And uh, they all three check all the boxes. Uh, fantastic. You know, I, pu- I put one on the Traeger, did like a slow smoke on that on that roast. Did you? It was damn good. I posted a, at DC Rough a, a couple weeks ago. It's probably not up anymore because it was a couple weeks ago. No one else is plugging their handles during ad reads. Well, it's I- just you. <laughs> Butcher Box is, it is so cool. When it comes to meat, quality matters. But there's more than just texture and taste. You got the hidden costs of low quality meat. Think about like the uh, cost of the environment, factory farming, all that crap. Nobody likes that. It's better for you. You got to get some like good, humanely high quality raised meat. Better for the environment. Better for the animal. Just do it. It's more ethical. In ButcherBox, if you're wondering what they do, every month they will ship you a curated selection of high quality meat right to your home. All the meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals, packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum sealed so it stays that way. You can customize it or go with one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. It's a no-brainer. Uh, it's awesome. It's They've got uh, options for 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, which I need to try. Oh, and the bacon. I always forget about the sugar and nitrate-free bacon. The bacon's good. It is good. Uh, And we got a deal. Right now, you can get two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon absolutely free, plus $20 off your first box. That's a serious deal. Go to butcherbox.com slash randy. Again, butcherbox.com slash randy. Or just use promo code randy at checkout. Either way. Check it out. Let's do this voicemail. Hey, Dan. I'm in a bit of a sticky situation. So the way my apartment is set up, my bedroom door leads straight out into the living room, on the other side of which is the door to the bathroom. So if I want to go pee, I have to go through the living room. Unfortunately, I'm in my room, and my roommate is doing what sounds like sex on the couch, and I have to pee. What's the move? Do I just bust on in there? Do I hold it? I don't know what to do. Am I going to have to wait another week to get an answer for this? Yes. So by the time this comes out, I will have solved my issue. But thanks anyway. Love you. Bye. I love that this guy called. He called in real time. In real time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking before he said it, I was like, is he going to wait yeah. for us to respond to this? He's or? definitely like whispering. That's hilarious. Talking quietly so that his neighbor who's having <laughs> sex outside of his outside of his bedroom doesn't hear him on the phone with us. That's hilarious. This is a predicament. This is a predicament. But um, that's it's on your roommate. Like yeah, that, that, that's a common area. He knows it. If he knows how your apartment's set up, he knows that you have to walk through the living room to get to the bathroom. So if he's gonna have sex on the couch in the common area, he's got to. He does it under the assumption that you could be bursting in at any moment. So right. it's on him. I would. What I would do, I would just be like. Yo, I got to pee. Sorry. And I would just put the hand up like the, the blinder, you okay. know, yeah, and just walk through the living room. So I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to check y'all out. I just got to pee. 
and and hopefully they would just stop what they're doing and wait for him to finish peeing. Yeah. Maybe go to their own room and then then carry on with their business. Okay, if you if say he waits, how long does he have to wait until they've stopped? See, but even if they stop, they're still going to be laying there and like they're post-sex. That's there, what I'm like, saying. There's like a cleanup, you know. It's like yeah. it's gross. Oh. It's weird. It's like how long you can't give them too long. Like you go, are you going to wait 20, 20 minutes? No. You got to pee, you got to pee. I agree. That's I think why the, I say you just interrupt. I think the best course of action is interrupting cuz I don't think you can wait exactly what you said. And then if you wait too long, like they may be like moving to the bedroom or whatever. Or they're you, just like cuddling after sex. But I out do there think you got to talk to your friend or roommate and be like, can you not? Like while I'm home? Yeah. Can you just take it to your bedroom? Yeah. You know, your bed's right here. Right. 10 paces away. Get in there. Man. I just, I just liked the fact that he called while it was happening. Yeah. That's great. Instead Please let after. us know what you actually did. Yeah. But that's so hilarious. <laughs> Let's do the next one, Dave. I think maybe he would try to shoot him a text or something, right? But yeah, who's looking at something. their phone during sex? Yeah, maybe here's here's the vibration. I don't know. Or just or the uh, shot. Or maybe give like maybe maybe do it through the door. Maybe you knock on the door like, hey, I gotta use the restroom, guys. Make like a loud noise yeah. so they know you're up and maybe yeah. you know yeah. Something like that. God. It's awkward. Fire I mean, shot. it's so embarrassing for them, the couch couple, either way. Like if he Knocks on the door from his, inside his room and says, "Hey guys, I gotta pee." Or he walks out like but that's a risk they knew they were taking. Maybe they're one of these thrill seeker couples who likes to have sex in like, you know, risky public. places. Just yeah. you know, because the thrill of getting caught makes it more exciting or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's classic. Hmm. Okay. Hey gang, my girlfriend and I are going on a trip to Breckenridge in January. Popular spot. Wow. Agree and agreed that since it's a pricey trip. We were going to forego gifts and call this trip our Christmas present to each other. Then I found out from one of her friends that she still went and got me a pretty substantial gift. I'm kind of upset since we mutually agreed no gifts. What's the move now? Do I buy a gift for her too? She makes significantly more than I do and I don't have a budget to get a gift that's on par with what her friend alluded to her getting me. Can't wait to hear your take. Love the pod. Bring back the forms. Bye. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't have a great answer for this. It's tough because part of the reason in agreeing no gifts is obviously to save money, mm-hmm. especially since they have an expensive trip coming up. So my first instinct is to be like, stick to the agreement and don't get her something because you're not supposed to even know that she's getting you something at this point, right? You just heard it through the grapevine. Yeah, that's but not the move. I, but it's but also it's really hard to not get someone a gift knowing. They got you something. So right. I don't have a good answer for this. Well, here's here's a couple of thoughts I have. One, when in January are they going? Because maybe they have a meetup with us if she's a fan of the pod. That's the gift. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. But Email, email me. Um, okay, here's the thing. I have been in this side of the relationship many times. So at the beginning of Will and I dating... I was doing better than he was. Now he's doing better than I am, et cetera. And we did agree for our UK trip to not get gifts. And I really hope that we're all sticking to that, which is why people should just stick to the terms. I think so too. Don't screw it up. But that being said, this girl may have found something that she's like, wow, this is perfect for him. I want to get it. And maybe her love language is giving gifts. Yes. Because I feel the same way. I love giving people gifts. Also, let me interject real quick. I think, I don't think, I mean, she... 
is assuming that she's the only one gifting here. So she's not expecting something in return since y'all have agreed upon terms already. Exactly. But that being said, girls are weird and you don't want her to get you a gift and then be like, yeah, I didn't get you anything. We said we weren't. Just like they were not going to celebrate Valentine's Day thing. And then, like and then you really when, yeah, secretly, like, you were supposed to plan something. It comes and goes, and you this don't get anything. And she's like, "Oh, so you didn't actually?" Get I don't me think something. she's doing this as a trap. I probably think that she actually found something she really likes. Is trying to be nice. That being said, I don't know her, and girls can be weird about stuff. Exactly that. So, like, the know your girlfriend. Like, is she the type that she's going to give you a gift and then not expect anything in return, or? And because she's just getting joy out of giving you the gift, or is she going to give you the gift and then be like a little bit let down that you didn't get her anything? It's a tough one to figure out. I I personally think to be safe, you get her a gift. But that's just me not knowing all the variables of the situation. Like, I don't know what the gift she's getting him is. But don't try to match her dollar amount to Right. Because you know she's (laughs) getting something that's kind of expensive. Don't think that you are obligated to spend the same because that's just not the, that's not the, the case. Right. If she's getting you like some crazy, you know, tech, something, something big dollar amount. Right. I don't know. For some reason I want to say iPod just cause it's making me think of that office episode an where iPod? Michael gets the iPod. Client has an iPod still. Who has an iPod still, but do you just know what client. office episode I'm talking about where he gets the oh, iPod? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's a $20 limit. <laughs> she's getting you an iPod and you had a $20 limit. Like, still get her something, but maybe try to do something that's more meaningful so that it has value, but maybe not monetary value. Sentimental value. Sentimental value. Something that signifies uh, the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Or get her a massage and break or something. Just a little treat yourself. That's pricey. Yeah, that is pricey. I don't I don't really know what type of gift here. And you know your woman the best. So yeah. like, is she going to be pissed that you didn't get her anything? And it sounds like he wouldn't be asking if he didn't think she might be a little bit bummed out that like she got a gift and he didn't. You know? I think yeah. he needs to get her something. Okay. Okay. But don't feel like it has to be expensive. Right. Don't go spend Meaningful like $400. Over yeah. See if you can like, Monetary. even like, a photo book of the two of you or something like that. Cause you've got yeah. time now that like you're going to go after Christmas. So like put together or like a really nice picture of the two of you in a frame with like a nice note, even though that that is like, cause you can't get mad at someone who gives you a, a meaningful gift. You can't oh. be like, <laughs> you didn't spend $400 on me. Cause they like clearly put effort into it. You sure. Know? Sure. Play the game, play the game. It's chess, not checkers. Exactly. Damn, Dave. That was deep, man. <laughs> Dylan, Dave, Sally. I'm 31, been married to my wife for about two and a half years. Every year since high school, I've had breakfast at a local diner with the same two friends, girls, typically a day or two after Christmas. When we're all back in our hometown, we catch up on the past year and everything that's been going on lately. The issue is... I have a brief history with one of the girls from several years back, right before I started dating my wife. As you can imagine, my wife isn't exactly thrilled about this little meetup. The girl involved has lived several hours away for a few years and just got married last month. Am I in the wrong for trying to maintain this tradition? Thanks. Love the pod and would love to hear your thoughts. Sally, I'll let you attack this one after I do, but I think we're probably going to agree. Um, Yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing this. 
Um, the fact that you're having breakfast with two girls who are not your wife is in itself a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that you have romantic history with one of them, brief or not, is an extra layer of weird. Agreed. It's, it's, it's a little inappropriate. Why isn't your wife going? That's that's what I'm going to say. The compromise here is one of them's married. You're married. Bring the spouses. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why are the spouses not going? I mean, why is it just you it, and these it's two? It's still girls? almost a little weird, even if you bring your spouses. But bring the spouses so that it's like more of a yeah communal thing. Friends and it's not meeting like up. A, ooh, what are, What are they talking about? It's right. It, it's a little bit weird. And I think, uh, yeah, I think your wife should be a little bit. Uh, well, you said she's not thrilled. Yeah, I think she shouldn't be thrilled about this. It's a little weird, man. Um, am I to understand that he's already been doing this since they've been married? He's been doing it every year since high school. So he said. this well, has been an issue the last couple of years, or it hasn't been maybe, or maybe he's just now realizing she has a problem with it. I don't how know. How long have what him and his wife been married? Two and a half years. Okay. He's thirty-one. So this is this been going on for right, and then the other friend just got it, married. Let's last call month. it twelve years. That's okay. a long time. To be honest, though, it's not like they're going to get like happy hour. So they're just getting breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a little bit. It's a little less seedy. It's not seedy at all, honestly. Depending on, but um, it, I'm, I'm just trying to think if if I was married to someone and she went and and had breakfast with their ex boyfriend and one of his friends every year without me. I don't have any. Wouldn't that be weird? I think that the issue here or the easy fix is invite the wife. Yes. That's Make the wife friends with them. Yeah, I why, like why ask yourself, why isn't your wife going with you? Yeah. What is the answer? The to that? tradition's nice. I get it. They're from high school. Like there's probably nothing going on. Sure. Mo- most likely. So, or like any old feelings or anything. Cause uh, the wife is probably knows that he's not going to do anything. She's probably worried about the other girl that she's like, Oh, they dated. You know, even even if that girl's married now, you always think like when you see some your like significant other's ex, you're like, oh, are they over them? Like, even though they definitely are. <laughs> yeah, even though like nothing's going on. Yeah. Most likely. It's still just a respect thing. I oh, totally. You know? I think there's a very easy fix. Invite the wife, invite her spouse. Yeah. And then make it a tradition where your those couples meet up and then eventually your families and try to make them be friends versus like putting this weird fence up of like, oh, these are my friends. I got to go have brunch with them. I would like to be a fly on the wall when he has a conversation with her. Like, hey, I'm going to to Denny's again to catch up with, you Uh know, what's her name? Instead of like, you know, instead of like, hey, do you want to go with, come with me this time? Or, right. Or is it okay if I do this? It's just, it's just weird. Yeah. And so I want to see the context of that conversation. Yeah. I think just invite your wife or don't go. Pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what's not weird? Roll back. Roll back. It's not weird at all, Sally. Solid transition. So we still have uh, some collab washed media rollback gear that's available. I'll tell you this. If you're a backer and you hit us up at, let's say, the Dallas meetup, and you're wearing circling back rollback collabo gear, I'll dap you up. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Will you get them a drink? Adapt nope. from Dave. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. But even if you don't want the the circling back gear, they have, you know, the best QZs on the market. We love their golf polos, their performance tees. The, the hats vest Will has been wearing lately. The vest. Oh, my God. I don't the even vest know. is great. Have they even released the I vest rock, yet? I rocked the vest for the first time yesterday, 
And I got some compliments from No, they're tight. A lady. They're like legit tight. My wife. And I'm not a vest. It's guy. a good it's a warm vest, but it's also like slimming cuz it's not hugely puffy. It's not bulky. It's yeah. it's got the puffy look, but it's not. It's right. like sneaky not puffy. It's a I sneaky love it. not yeah. puffy but warm. It's a sneaky not puffy vest. Yeah, that's what they actually think call it. That. I think that's the <laughs> title of it. You can use promo code RANDY20 get for uh 20% off for your first time purchase. So all y'all out there who have been, you know, waiting just like, eh, I don't know. Now's the time. Use r- promo code Randy20. Get 20% off that first-time purchase. Randy20. Man, the QZs, all the stuff. I wear the hat to the gym quite frequently. You do. It's a good breathable material. Can't confirm. Hides the sweat. I'm a sweat boy. Sometimes I see you doubling up your performance tee with the hat. Yeah. I see you. I have no shame. No. Nothing wrong with doing that. I am. Get that Randy sneaky, 20. not puffy vest. It's a great vest. It is a great vest. I hope it's available. I don't know if they just send it to us like, hey, this is what we're coming out with soon. Take like a prototype. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when it does come out, if it's not already. You better be getting it. You got to copy it because they are tight. All right. Let's do a voicemail. Hey, Dill, Sally, Dave. Ryan from Massachusetts calling in. I'm 302. I can use a little bit of a pick-me-up. I'm 24 years old. Graduated from college two years ago, and I've been working for kind of a dead-end job since graduating. Haven't been able to find anything I'm passionate about. Haven't been able to find anything I really enjoy doing. You know, I guess that work sucks, man, but the man sucks, man. But how do you find some center? What advice do you have? You know, give me a little bit of a pick-me-up, Jelly Daddy. Goodbye. I Do include, some wheezing cocks. I included this one because I think this is probably one of the most relatable questions we've ever gotten for our general listenership. Yes. You know what I mean? Also, uh, he sounded like dude. Eeyore, and I loved it. He sounded like what? Eeyore. Oh. <laughs> Just, um, let me tell you, most 24-year-olds yes. don't like their job. Just exactly what I was going to say. And not just 24-year-olds. I, I, I would say most most people under 30 don't Most like of the gigs. population. Yeah, I don't want to go, because I, I don't want to sound negative, but like, a lot of fucking very people who aren't happy. They're not doing what they're passionate about. Very few people are passionate very, about very few do. people know what they want to do in college, choose that major, graduate in that major, and go into that career right away. That is that is such a rare thing, which right. is weird because we're supposed to know what we want to do when we like enroll in college, and like it's it's dumb. I mean, even changing your major mid, I, I yeah. changed my major mid college. It takes the vast majority of people a very long time into their 20s to like figure out, or even their 30s, mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what they want to do with their lives. And so this is, I would just say to you, this is very, very normal. Very normal. And that's probably not, adv- that's not advice. That's just us telling you that it's normal. The thing about you being 24 is you still have tons of time to figure your shit out. And you're young and you could literally change careers right now and you'd be fine yeah. because you are going to have enough time oh, to figure out how to do what you so want. Young. Um, there's a couple of options open to this guy. He could go back to grad school for something. But here's the thing. Don't go back to school just because you feel like that's the next step. Go back to school because it's going to further your career and it's something that you actually want to do. Because yeah. when you go back to school, take it from me, and you're going to put yourself into an incredible amount of debt. You better be doing something you love. Because that's going to be the only yeah. thing pushing you when you hate your life midway through. Keep your eyes open for opportunities. Keep your eyes open for opportunities. Watch and see what other people are doing around you. Yeah. Like, I think the best resource you have is like your friends and your parents and your parents' friends and things like that. That you may just say like, hey, I, 
you know, so-and-so's dad does this. I would love to, and then sure. set up a meeting, talk to them and be like, I would love to come learn from you. You'll stumble upon a, a career path that you hadn't previously thought of. And it suddenly it's like super interesting to you. Right. But I think this goes back to last week of people asking kind of what to do in their twenties and trying to figure it out. And the worst thing I think you can do is look over and say, Oh, like Dylan's got this job and like, he loves it so much. Because the grass is always greener, and Dylan may hate his job. He just may be outwardly presenting I that do. he likes I his job. I here with you, too. <laughs> I know you hate it. Um, so what Dylan said of everyone feels this way is true. Like yeah. every 90% of 24-year-olds who have done like the traditional like college thing and then looking for a job after feel the same way you do. I promise you. I promise you. Nine out of 10 people. Right. And the, the time to figure out what you want to do is now like you're 24 go back to the drawing board it doesn't have to be what you majored in in college the fact that you have a college degree is going to help you out because you have a college degree but it may not I mean certainly you can't go be a doctor right now or go do something some trade that requires additional schooling so if you want to do something like that set your mind to it and do it but you can pretty much like go into anything at this point Honestly, with or without a college degree, because I think our generation is starting to move towards like the apprenticeship route versus like, you know, doing. So if you pick something that was completely outside of whatever you got a degree in, I think if you go and show that you're um, like willing to work, that anybody's going to let you do it. Yeah. Don't get me started on college. College for the most part is a waste of time. I mean, yeah. unless you like have a very specific field that you're going into and you need like specific training and right knowledge for the most part college is a waste, waste shout out to all of our college listeners I'm out sick, there but it's true it's more about it's more of a social it is and it's i mean so, yeah a lot of employers like to see that you're able to start something and finish it right. by getting a piece of paper at the end of your mm -hmm. at the end of college and that's really all they care about they don't care about what you learn there and it's not gonna most likely not going to apply to whichever career path you find yourself in just find someone who can be your mentor whether it's like talking to your parents or like one of your friends or something like that and just bounce ideas off them. I've mm -hmm. had, I had so many friends go through this when they were 24, 25. People change careers at like any age. It's yeah. not uncommon. It's yeah. really common to do in your 20s. In fact, I would say most people change completely pivot careers uh, in their 20s. In your 30s, it's not uncommon, even in your 40s. I mean, yeah. like, it's yeah. just, it's normal. It's not, this isn't like 30 years ago. Your dad works for the same company his entire life. Yeah. So you're good, man. You're good. Hi, all. So last weekend, I got the fit of the year off at a holiday party. My turtleneck game was fire and I complimented it with a nice blazer. Only problem is the only pictures I got were with a girl who just broke up with me. Does it make me look salty if I get the gram off with her cropped out? This is a look that can only be rocked on special occasions, and I don't think I'll have the chance to pull it off again this year. Also, let this be a PSA to listeners to always get at least one pick without the SO just in case. Thanks, guys. He got a dope pick off, but unfortunately the girl he got the pick off with, which was just last week, is no longer they're no longer together. Oh, dude, I say crop. Who cares? I say crop too. It actually makes it funny. It How do funny. you feel about you know how um, bloggers like won't show their husbands or babies on Instagram by just putting an emoji over their face? Yeah. How do you feel about him keeping her in the picture and putting an emoji over her face, like a Mrs. Claus emoji? I think that looks like you're like legit, like 
That's salty, salty. Yeah. That's really salty, but I mean, if the you're in that out, part of your relationship, I think you just do it. If you crop it out and it's kind of obvious that what you're doing and your friends know what's going on and your caption is like subtly alluding to the fact that you cropped out the girl who just dumped you, that's a that's a great gram. It's going to do numbers. That's going to do numbers. That's funny. Yeah. It shows that like you're you're kind of already over her a little bit. You're like, yeah, I'm moving on. Let's also, what what level of um, skill are you using to Photoshop it or, or crop? Like, is it just like a just a straight crop, straight crop, or are you like getting like Photoshop and like editing her completely out of the? I photo? think you do a, a straight crop, just a straight crop. Maybe even like leave her like shoulder in or her like part of her arm, so it's clear that what you what you've done. Like, oh, she's she's there. We can see her, but she's not. Okay, there. I think I think uh, Alyssa is cropped out of my LinkedIn profile pic. Because it's a, it's a good. I'm wearing, like, I'm wearing like okay. Well, I, some people, somebody gave me shit for that once, I'm and I was kidding. like, it's LinkedIn. Like, it's not Facebook. It's it, it's about me, and I'm wearing like a tie, and so you can see like her arm and me, and I don't know. I I, I feel like um, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping that y'all will back me up on this. That that's not a dick move. No, I don't think. I don't think it's a dick move. It's LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. You don't need your spouse in the picture. No, like, like that. That's just kind of that's thirsty. If you put your your hot spouse in the photo. Yeah, Dave, he got the fit of the year off at the holiday. I'm gonna need, buddy. I'm gonna need to see some pics. (laughs) I want to see the pic. Tag us. Tag us when you post the Instagram. Oh yeah, I still think I know that's really salty. I think the emoji over her face is funny. Which emoji you going with? I I said the Mrs. Claus one. What about the uh, hmm? hmm. (laughs) So I I think that it's probably funnier to me just because I follow a lot of like fashion and lifestyle bloggers who do this all the time, and it's so stupid. Like, just don't put your kid on the internet then. Like, but they'll put up a picture of the baby, but then the baby will have a thing on its face. You're I like, like that they'll, they don't show their husband's faces. Yeah, the husband. The, there's one in particular I'm talking about. She does it to her husband and her baby. If you pull this gram off, like I think you're, you're able to do, um, and you post it, tag us because I'll tell you what, we'll post it on the uh, the mail-in yeah. page, which is pretty much just sitting dormant right now. Assuming it's fire, it. like you said. Assuming it's fire. If it's not the fit of the year, then... <laughs> I might not even like it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired. I'll probably like it. Yikes. One more. One more, folks. Hey, Dylan and Sally. What's the appropriate response a female should take if a guy grabs your butt? Recently, I was at a bar in Dallas and was walking to the bathroom alone when this happened to me. Wasn't dressed like a thought, but I do happen to have a thin waist with a large derriere. So this happens to me a lot. Hey, Dallas, be better. Does this really happen a lot to uh, Yeah, it happened to me. That's why when oh this question God. got posted, I was like, hell yeah. Um, Guys, okay. And the, when it happened, the, one of the times it happened to me, it's been a while, but the lot, one time was in probably post-college before the Me Too era, okay? Because I feel like now you can't just be grabbing people's what butts. What kind of fucking creep grabs a stranger's a, ass a in creep. public? So these literally- are like, These are the guys who comment on like- um, Instagram models pages and like oh my god you're so hot yeah like just just shameless dickhead creepy losers this dude is for sure a creep and uh when it happened to me I literally turned around because this guy like got a full handful like oh my god I was so pissed and I was with some of my guy friends I turned around we were at the ranch downtown of course what the fuck I chased him he went into the bathroom what Dave Sorry, go ahead. I'll tell you in a sec. I chased him. He went into the bathroom and then I made, I got two of my f- guy friends and I was like, you wait here. Well, as soon as he comes out, like we're going to talk to him. And literally he came out. I was like, fuck you. 
don't ever touch me again or anybody else. And I got him kicked out of the bar. I Good. was so pissed. Good. That is so fucked up. Yeah. So to you, to the girl, like, especially if this happens to you often, I'm really sorry. Like males need to be better. That's so upsetting. Yeah, that, this guy's But trash. also like call him out because what, what these guys, like their worst nightmare is a girl standing up to them because they clearly like have some like macho, like feel like they can like grab someone's ass without any repercussions. So like turn around Call him out and then get him kicked out of the bar for literally harassing you. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that that's is assault, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, that's assault. Like, it's fuck. Yeah, you can't. You can't be doing that shit. Did y'all see it, like a couple weeks ago? I think it was the New York Marathon or whatever. That news yeah. anchor is talking, and a guy slaps her ass while she's in the middle of a newscast, and she's like so taken aback. And that guy, I think, got charged with assault. Good. Yeah. Uh, the reason I got. So, um, excited when you said that. So about it, I was going to tell the story. So it was you that grabbed her ass? No, it was not me. (laughs) It'd be weird. (laughs) Uh, like a decade ago, I was there. This is when I was single and a girl I was seeing, we were with some people, we were leaving the ranch. It it closed. So we're walking down those stairs Uh and it's really crowded and someone grabbed hers at the ranch and she's like what the fuck she's and like we look back we couldn't tell it was because it was so crowded uh-huh and I, I was just like man i don't i mean what am i gonna do take on this entire crowd like yeah so, yeah i mean there was really no i just remember it happening being like dude who the fuck does that wow is there a serial ass grabber at the ranch it doesn't shock me that 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 would go down there yeah, yeah. given the clientele that's the that's the younger crowd of west Sixth street the yeah. youngest crowd of west six yeah and like people a, are beyond drunk there yeah um I think that was what was so fueled me to be so pissed is because I had just gotten there and I was very sober and it happened and I was like, oh my God. Not that if it had happened while I was drunk, I would, I'd probably actually be more psycho about how I like got this guy, but I was like so infuriated. This is awful and I'm so sorry to this girl, but um, so- call him out or like if you're with a guy like tell someone yeah tell somebody don't let it slide. tell somebody who works at the bar and be like that creep over there just grab my ass like because they should kick them out like, honestly yeah tell if you're with the guy tell him but definitely tell like the door guy or as many people who work there as possible because if you just tell your guy and let's say like it's a huge guy who grabbed your ass and he's gonna feel like he's gonna need to defend your honor yeah and he might the guy generally guys who do that they're guys who know that they might be end up looking for a fight or end up being in a yeah. fight. So things might get out of control. So you want to let as many people know as possible. Yeah. yeah. When she said what the what the um asked what the appropriate response would be, you know, I wanted to be like, yeah, call him out, whatever. But like in her situation, like she's walking to the bathroom alone. You know, you never know. Like a guy who's willing to do something that creepy. Yeah. Might like he, yeah, he even creepier. He, he, he could, could grab her, hit her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like there's really not a good response but if you're in a crowded bar for sure call him the fuck out yeah. so everybody yeah. knows do you ever see on social media when a guy will send a girl just like a super creepy message and she'll like track down the guy's mom and, and like look at your son sent to me have you ever seen that yeah like what would, what would this you... guy's mom think if he knew if she knew that he was out here just grabbing strangers asses in a bar like how how disappointed and People disgusted be would you be better oh that's so fucked up what do you like what are you gonna get from that Seriously, yeah. like, do you think she's gonna turn around and it's, be like, "Wow, thanks for grabbing my like ass. A, Let's hook up." The creep, like, I think it's like a power move. It's or like something. a, I don't know. yeah, ugh, yeah. It's never worked. It's never gotten a guy laid. You know? Yeah, 
Whatever. That's the, that's the story of how we met. <laughs> Grabbed her ass on the way to the bar. bathroom. Guys, that's it. Do uh, you have any bonus questions? I do have a bonus question. All right, let's, let's hear it. Okay. We were talking about this the other day. What is, I was going to say weirdest Christmas tradition, but we don't have any like super weird ones. So I was going to say weirdest or most memorable Christmas tradition that you do. Uh, growing up, we had um, an advent calendar thing where you moved like a little mouse from one day to the next. Uh-huh. And every morning, my sisters and I would wake up and just sprint to it to be the first one so we could change it. So oh, the advent calendar is like it. the best. That, that was like, it, it. I would like, I would just sprint there in the morning and if I saw that my sister had already changed it over, I would be like legit pissed off about it. Like, <laughs> damn it, I wanted to do it. And of course, whoever got to change it from, you know, Christmas Eve to Christmas. That was oh, the, that was the That's money. A big day. That was the money day. Huge day. So that one stands out to me the most. It's like a little thing, but uh-huh. it, we all got behind it and it was fun. Yeah. I mean, we had your typical, like we did Christmas Eve um, and would read uh, the night before Christmas and yeah. like open pajamas and stuff. But one weird thing that my family did, <laughs> I think it was like mostly me and Lily and my little brother Harry did this a lot. We had this like tiny ornament that was like one of those felt bears Mm -hmm. and we would hide it in the christmas tree like everyone else would have to leave the room and you would hide it and then the other people would have to look for it and then you like got a prize if you okay i like that we would spend hours doing that like it's not weird that's so long shit like that's fun yeah i guess my mom was probably like god these kids are losers (laughs) (laughs) no that's fun for a kid yeah we had a great time do you have any dave we did uh my dad used to play not on a BTS, unfortunately. He this is back in the day, pre it didn't have Bluetooth, pre Bluetooth era. Uh, he would play the uh, Pavarotti Christmas. So it was Luciano Pavarotti, uh-huh. one oh. of the great tenors of our time. My mom and dad did a lot of Dean Martin, yeah. Frank Sinatra Christmas. Yeah. So we would just have like opera Christmas, like Pavarotti, on like as we went to bed, which is always cool. The length that your scrub is at right now, Dave, is like the best. Oh really? By the way, yeah. Oh, thanks, dude. Just saying. Appreciate that, Dave. Y'all are from the same town, you and Alyssa. So, who's? Where do y'all spend Christmas morning? How do y'all? Split so, that? yeah, we live five minutes. Our parents live five minutes away from each other, which is huge during the holidays. Right. So we do. It's basically the same on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Although this year is a little twist. Um, we'll do lunch, or late. Late breakfast, like early lunch at her parents. Uh-huh. And then we'll do Christmas dinner and gifts and stuff. And my, my sister and her family will come down from Lakewood, which is okay. in Dallas also. And we'll do that and dinner from like 2, two o'clock and on. And okay. Then this year we're going to her um, brother's uh, place in Frisco on the 26th and doing like a second Christmas out there. And then That's... what do y'all do for Christmas Eve? Uh... I think usually, like, yeah, we just hang out at my parents' place. Yeah. Watch. I mean, it'll probably be vacation or Scrooge. It'll be something. I don't know what if there's any sports on. There's got to be sports on. Probably it's basketball. Like basketball, which doesn't do much for me, but you might get excited for it. Yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. Although the Mavs aren't uh, playing on Christmas Day for some reason. But, yeah, we it, it's nice. We're very lucky because that's something I always dreaded. It was like I always heard, you know, how tough it is. You have to like well, travel across the state. Do I have Christmas friends here. who are whose parents are in the same town, or close enough that they would have to go to both. You know, yeah. But it's like stressful because the mom's like, 
you're going there first and not coming oh, here. Oh, that's definitely uh, yeah. That you want to yeah. Luckily, like everybody's pretty chill. Like yeah, my mom's very like um, what's the word? Traditional uh-huh. and like she doesn't like a you know she would her feelings would be hurt if we if we mixed it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, we haven't had to when you're, confront when you're a, that. A parent with grown kids, though, that's like the dream. Have everybody over for the holidays. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. It's the Super Bowl. So I get it. Yeah. I get why mom would be upset. Yeah. Good question, Sally. Thanks. Good question. Well, guys. Hey, are you doing a, a one next week with the girls like you talked about? Yes. Uh, we're supposed to record on Sunday. So please send in us send your questions. Okay. We'll send, we'll send some tweets out. Because I think y'all then. are leaving. What day are y'all leaving? Monday. Yeah. So we've got to do it Sunday. Okay. So please send us your girls' holiday questions. Send questions for Sally, Alyssa, and Lily. And Lily. They don't have to be holiday-related either. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Indeed. We'll see you, I guess, next week. See you next year. Next week. Uh Aha. Okay. Never mind. Next week. Bye.